The views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the guests and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the hosts and creators of this program. This is the Pet Buzz. This is the Pet Buzz. Freshly collected with news, celebrity pet gossip, and the latest pet trends. Hosted by pet trendologist Charlotte Reed and Dr. Michael Fleck. And here's the Dynamic Pet Duo. Well, greetings from the EpiPet Studios. We hope you and your pet are looking forward to warmer weather. Right, Dr. Fleck? Yes. So what's going on with you? How's it going? Um, extremely busy in the practice, enjoying all the people that are coming to visit our state from the snowy and cold part of the Creating world. Creating massive traffic Massive jam, traffic, traffic jams problems. everywhere oh you go. Um, although a lot of people, it is nice to see people on the streets with their dogs, walking their dogs. That's used, the one thing that, that I like. used to be me. Well, anyway, um, you know, I haven't seen you in a while, but 10 days ago, you know, I traveled to Columbus to do a money saving pet tip segment on Fox 28. And that's the Good Day Columbus show. And you can watch the segment. I don't think you've seen it. You can watch the segment on our social media feeds. But, you know, it just so this was the funniest thing. So, well, well, on the way home at the John Glenn Airport. I met the nicest Delta Gate agent. Now, you have to imagine this. When I go to the airport, there are all of these women all made up, and there's one guy, just one older gentleman. He had to be in his 60s. It looked like he retired and then became a gate agent. Uh, His name was Fred. So, of course, I gravitated to him because some of the agents were drinking juice and gossiping and doing a whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, And the funny thing is, that was downstairs at the departure gate that he helped me with my bags and everything. So when I later got to the gate with Wally, he was working the gate because that's what they do now when you're down at departures. Then when the gate, the plane's about to leave, they have people working the gate. So um, he was a little bit more relaxed. And it turns out he was a big dog lover and he wanted to check out Wally. And then after he saw how small Wally was, then he had to tell me about his dogs. Well, his daughter has a dog named Gilmore. And then he told me how his neighbors, he adopted his neighbor's dog. So his neighbors were Japanese and he always liked this little poodle they had. And um, they couldn't take their dog back to Japan. So him and his wife adopted the neighbor's dog who was named Happy. And so all of a sudden a light bulb went off in my head and I thought, Happy Gilmore. Do you remember that movie with Adam Sandler? Mm -hmm. You know, he was playing football and then ended up becoming um, a golf pro. But, you know, it was so funny. He showed me the pictures of Happy and Gilmore. And of course, I showed him pictures of my English toys. And he recently contacted me on Facebook. And you know what he said? It was so cute. He said, you know, I just wanted to say hi. I just want you to know I told the dogs Happy and Gilmore all about you. And then he watched my segment. So now this is my opportunity to do the same. So I'm telling everyone about you, Fred from Delta, and about your Happy and Gilmore. And, you know, he was such a proud dog dad, uh, a proud, you know, not rescuer, but adopter, and then a proud grand dog pa. So I really like that. And once, what do we always say? Just goes to show you, right, that dogs bring joy to our lives and they present us with opportunities to meet new friends. Where were we without our pets before? 
Well, you know me, I always talk to everybody. But anyway, um, I just thought it was so great because it was just, you know, I fly Delta a lot. And, you know, when I go to Columbus again, which will probably be in another month, I will definitely write to Fred, let him know I'm coming. And who knows, maybe I'll get to meet Happy and Gilmore in Shows person. Shows how they make our life complete. Yeah. Well, we got to move on, Dr. Flex. So okay. can you give us a rundown of the show? Okay, this week on the Pet Buzz, we're talking about a dog who loves shelter life, what to do if you find wildlife in your home, taking pet pictures with the Easter Bunny with Cherry Hill's Chris Landrup, and dogs who eat poop the first pet washer and dryer and march is poison awareness month year after year human medication has topped the list of toxins most commonly ingested by pets according to the aspca animal poison control center interestingly over-the-counter that's otc medication including herbal and other natural supplements moved ahead of prescription medication to take one of the top spots that's really interesting and joining us today to talk about common human medication complaints that the ASPCA or the Animal Poison Control Center receive is veterinarian, Dr. Tina Wismer, the medical director at the ASPCA's Animal Poison Control Center. She is our favorite Dream Team member. Dr. Wismer, welcome back to the Pet Bus. Thank you for inviting me. You know, my first question has to do with marijuana. So can you talk to us about pets ingesting marijuana and how this problem has really been on the rise as marijuana becomes legal in more states? I don't know if you read this, Dr. Tina or Dr. Fleck, but in the New York Times, the article, I'm sure you saw this, Dr. Tina, was talking about the abundance of pets getting sick on marijuana, not in people's houses, but on the streets after people drop joints on the streets. Yes, our number of marijuana cases has you know, gone up significantly over the past few years. With it being legal in more places, right? That means more people have it around. And with the um, upswing in edibles, dogs are really getting into a lot of marijuana products. Especially like the chocolate cookies, the um, brownies. And, you know, one of the things I heard recently was that obviously there's no regulation on any of the edibles because you're basically taking a box of homemade brownies and making it yourself and adding some THC butter, right? Or you're buying them at the dispensary. So what usually happens with that? They call their vet and... So it really depends upon the size of your animal and how much they eat, right? And of course, the quality of the marijuana. Um, and typically our dogs become sedated. They become what we call hypermetric, right? They overreact to any kind of stimuli. And they also dribble urine kind of the triad of marijuana toxicosis. And then what does a vet do? I, I heard they do something with um, IV fat. So if your dog is just mildly affected, right? If it can still walk around, respond to its name, many of those dogs can be watched at home. But with high doses, they can become uh, hypotensive, right? So low blood pressure and comatose. And those animals do need intravenous fat. So we call them intralipids. And THC is fat soluble, so it helps keep the THC in the bloodstream instead of in the brain where it causes problems. That's interesting. That's why I refer all those cases that come in to my clinic to the emergency places because they have this medication. So people don't understand. Why can't you take care of it, Dr. Fleck? Because it's a special sort of a treatment that only certain veterinary hospitals will carry. 
reminds us, you know, what, five or six years ago, maybe longer than that, we were at the AVMA convention mm-hmm. in Colorado. Yeah. We visited with the emergency veterinarians out there. And remember, it just became more legal for recreational and all the uptick that they were having in marijuana cases then. Sure. So now we're just seeing it, I guess, throughout the entire United States. Sure. I mean, we're looking at, you know, obviously, well, some states have recreational use as well as medical use like California and I believe Colorado does. Here in Florida, where we live, we only have medical marijuana use. Uh, You had a question, Dr. Fleck. Yeah, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs. We hear about that a lot. Non-prescription ibuprofen, think Motrin or Advil, is used to reduce fever and to relieve minor aches and pains from headaches, muscle aches, arthritis, menstrual periods, the common cold, toothaches, and backaches, to speak for a few. So, Doc, would you review for us how these non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs affect pets? Sure. This is a really common exposure in dogs and cats because we have these all over our house, right? Um, You know, we have a bottle in the car, we have a bottle in our purse, we have a bottle in the medicine cabinet, and it can cause vomiting, stomach ulcers, and potentially kidney failure in animals, depending upon how much they eat. Well, if you've just joined us, we are speaking with the ASPCA Animal Poison Control Center director, Dr. Tina Wismer, about pets, accidental ingestion of human medication to bring attention to Pet Poison Awareness Month. You know, Dr. Tina, recent studies have shown that pet owners like to sleep in bed with their pets. Now, coupled with the fact that at least 25 million Americans, that's one in five adults, suffer from sleep apnea, a serious sleeping and breathing condition linked to various things, including heart disease and cognitive impairment. But we also here in America now have chronic insomnia, which affects 10% of the population, restless leg syndrome. You know, we're a hot mess when it comes to us getting in bed, right? Uh, I used to have restless leg syndrome, uh, which affects about 5% of the population. You're giving me that crazy look, Dr. Fleck. So many of this medication, this sleep medication, where do people have it stored? next to their bed who are they sleeping with other than their partner their dog right when do they take this medication when it's time to go to bed right dr tina exactly so So, talk to us about whatever you're going to say respond sister yes so definitely you don't want to leave any of your pills on your nightstand it's really common people will get out there you know sleep drugs they'll set them on the nightstand then they go to the bathroom right come back and the pills are gone. So make sure you take the pills away from your pets. And some of these medications can be really dangerous. Now, melatonin, right? A lot of us take melatonin, it's over the counter. Melatonin itself is not a problem, but a lot of these products contain xylitol, right? Mm -hmm. That sweetener that unfortunately is very toxic to dogs, causing low blood sugar and potentially liver failure. So definitely don't keep it where your pet can get a hold of it. We got to take a commercial break and then we'll return for a few more questions if we could, doctor. And also up next, our celebrity pet buzz and flex facts. You are listening to the pet buzz with pet trendologist Charlotte Reed and veterinarian Dr. Michael Fleck. We love to communicate with you via social media. Use the pet buzz social media channels on Twitter and Facebook to make a comment or ask a question. Post a picture of your pet on Instagram and tell us about his or her unique personality. You can also write to us at team at the pet buzz.com. For more information about our show, our guests and our buzz, 
buzzworthy freebies. Visit us at thepetbuzz.com. Thank you for joining us on The Pet Buzz. The show is hosted by the dynamic pet duo. I'm petrondologist Charlotte Reed. And I'm veterinarian Dr. Michael Fleck. We have returned with Dr. Tina Wismer, the medical director of the ASPCA. That's the Poison Central Hotline, discussing top medications that pets ingest. Because there's so much more of antidepressant use, and more than a quarter of those people have long-term usage of these antidepressants. So what effects do these products have on our dogs and cats? And some of these medications we even use in our pets, right, for other behavioral issues. So with these antidepressants, a low amount can cause some sedation, the dog to be wobbly, but higher amounts cause what we call serotonin syndrome. So these animals are agitated, they're tremoring, they have high heart rates, high blood pressure, and can potentially seizure. So especially with that supply chain issue, keep those meds away from your dogs. And as an aside, I have to mention, there's one antidepressant out there called Effexor. And for some reason, cats love this medication, right? Typically, when we think about cats eating a bottle of pills, I'm like, nah, right? They play hockey with the pills. They're under the fridge. They're under the stove. But literally, a cat will eat an entire bottle of Effexor. ACE inhibitors, I brought that up earlier, and beta blockers are used to treat human high blood pressure, and in some cases in pets, which I do use on pets. Can you talk about the effects on our pets after possible ingestion? Yes, so these medications are going to cause low blood pressure and low heart rates. So we do worry if that happens, right? If your blood pressure gets too low, it can potentially be lethal. And we, don't, and we don't put pacemakers in We pets. are a country of drug users. I mean, that's the gist of what, whether it's OTCs. I mean, it's just You're crazy. Right. You're I mean, I, right. you know, one of the reasons I made these questions a little bit more detailed, you know, with the sleep questions so and talking can about identify with that's it. exactly right. right. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm thinking of you with the melatonin. You mentioned melatonin. I've got some in my house. I don't take it, but it doesn't do anything for me. Mm-hmm. No, I, you know, I need prescription medication if I, because I wake up like clockwork at two o'clock. When I used to have to fly a lot, I tried to take one and didn't do anything. So you don't use them anymore. Yeah. I mean, but probably in your case back then, you have a high metabolism. You just, you know, your body just ate it all up and spit it all out. Okay. Oh. Well, lastly, if you're feared that your dog or cat has ingested, I don't even want to say medication. I want to say drugs. Yeah. <laughs> What can you do and what can you expect? Sure. So it really depends upon what medication we've gotten into, right? Um, Some of them aren't going to do anything at all. Others can be life-threatening. So you always want to contact your veterinarian or you can contact us here at the ASPCA Animal Poison Control Center. And what's the number, Dr. Tina? It's (laughs) 888-426-4435. I hope people really listen to Dr. Wismer because it may save the life of their pet. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, in in years past, we've always talked about the same old food, macadamia nuts, raisins. I didn't know this, but, you know, what's been added food, what food products have been added to the list other than chives, because that was kind of a new one a few years ago, power bars and protein shakes. Mm. 
Isn't that interesting? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it just, you know, you know, the whole purpose of this was learning a little bit more about drugs and really talking about these medications because people who have pets can now relate, oh, I take that medication mm -hmm. or, oh, I know about that or I have that medical marijuana card. Right. And now, you know, you can't give your pets various medications. That's why I don't put garlic on my steak. We have to move on. Dr. Tina, it's always a pleasure having you here. Uh, you know, she is our favorite dream team member. Yes. Um, and I'm so glad she was here discussing the dangerous effects of ingestion of human medication by pets. It's all about celebrities and their pets in Celebrity Pet Buzz. And now, the latest news about celebrities and their pets. It's obsession. Aren't they cute? Well, I was happy to learn that Venus Williams is the dog mom to a 16-year-old Havanese dog named Harry. Williams and her senior baby go to the gym, the office. They even travel together. You know, recently the two teamed up with Prina ProPlan for a two-month challenge to inspire pet parents to provide their dogs with nutritious foods and plenty of active quality time. From March 13th to May 21st of this year, 2023, every week that we all collectively log 1 million minutes of activity, ProPlan will donate $15,000. That's up to a total donation of $150,000 to Athletes for Animals, a team of professional athletes dedicated to the welfare of homeless pets. Williams hopes that Purina ProPlan's Monday Like a Pro Challenge inspires dog owners to increase the quality time they spend with their pets. Well, for more information, visit mondaylikeaprochallenge.com. Well, it's time for the facts. That's Flex Facts. Welcome to Just the Facts. Just the Facts. Fact or fiction? Just the Facts, ma'am. You want answers. I want the truth. Dr. Fleck, I was reading an article about how many British veterinarians are reporting that pet owners are waiting too long to receive care for their dogs. And a lot of this has to do with pet parent finances. They're worried that they can't afford the pet care. So are you seeing the same problem here in the United States? Yes, we are. And it is a shame because many of the pets need immediate care. But I want to point out that pet parents to know there are payment options out there for them. Okay, so can you share a few? If you're in good standing with your vet, as well as having a long-standing client, client relationship, relationship. Uh -huh. maybe you can ask for a, a payment plan for a, a, a larger bill. Consider a second option. You might have to pay a consulting fee, but maybe go to another veterinarian that may have other ways to treat your pet, maybe less expensively or of the same treatment protocol, less expensively. Okay, what about vet colleges? It's a good suggestion. Some vet schools operate low-cost clinics for limited income clients, but I must point out, they're behind the eight ball too with appointment scheduling. Okay, um, let's talk about financial options because there are revolving credit lines and things like that. I think pet insurance is a great option. Check out Policy Advisor, P-A-W-L-I-C-Y Advisor, to compare pet insurance plans, evaluate top providers, find the best policy at the best price. Some veterinarians also work with third-party billing services such as vet billing, which allows you to pay over time. Then there is credit care, 
ask if your veterinarian accepts care credit a credit card specifically for medical care for your individual people or your pets be sure you understand the repayment terms often you can repay interest-free within a specific time period but if you are late with a payment a high interest rate will be applied retroactively. Ask if your veterinarian accepts scratch pay, a service similar to care credit. Consider Waggle, a pet dedicated crowdfunding solution that channels funds directly to verifiable veterinarians for a pet's care. Try a fundraising platform such as GoFundMe, which enables you to create a personal funding page. So what other options are out there? Well, I mean, many, from nonprofits. Yeah, you know, many local humane societies offer veterinary services. Check them out for maybe lower cost medical care. Additionally, many local rescue groups and shelters have funds set up to help with veterinary medical care for families within their community. Some breed specific rescue groups may have information about additional help for a particular breed. Anything else, Dr. Flex? That's all the Flex Facts for the week. You know, I think that was a great segment. It was great reporting. So thank you for providing us with multiple options to finance our pet's medical care. Up next, the I Like You of the Week, and learn more about Bunny Magic for a great photo shoot with your pet and the Easter Bunny. You are listening to The Pet Buzz with pet trendologist Charlotte Reed and veterinarian Dr. Michael Fleck. We would love to communicate with you via social media. Use the Pet Buzz social media channels on Twitter and Facebook to make a comment or ask a question. Post a picture of your pet on Instagram and tell us about his or her unique personality. You can also write to us at team at thepetbuzz.com. For more information about our show, our guests, and buzzworthy freebies, visit us at thepetbuzz.com. I'm Bill Bookout, President and Chairman of the Board at the National Animal Supplement Council, and you're listening to The Pet Buzz, the best in pet talk radio. Welcome back. You're listening to The Pet Buzz, the best in pet talk radio, where we focus on enhancing the bond between pets and their people. I'm pet trendologist Charlotte Reed. And I'm veterinarian Dr. Michael Fleck. Hey, let's kick off this segment with the I Like You of the Week, and it's all about laundry time. Let me explain. It's genius. It's to die for. I like it. Did you know that nearly 60% of pet parents agree that shedding pet hair is a problem and that we, as pet parents, are spending more time and energy cleaning up pet hair than we want to, averaging about four hours a week? Well, that estimate is a little low for me considering I have four dogs. Well, to help alleviate this problem, the problem of pet hair at home, Maytag recently introduced the Maytag Pet Pro System, a new laundry pair designed to visibly remove pet hair. The Maytag Pet Pro System works as a complete laundry solution to help pet parents tackle the burden of shedding pet hair. In the washer, the Pet Pro option unleashes additional water and a deep rinse to activate the Pet Pro filter. The industry's first pet hair filter in the washer, removing five times more pet hair from clothes. Ooh, I like that. 
In the dryer, the Pet Pro option lifts and trap loads of pet hair with an extra large lint trap. I like that too. Well, when it comes to pet hair, Maytag found that 53% of pet parents current laundry routine requires multiple steps with nearly 50% of us even going to a laundromat to avoid using machines at home. I have to admit, and I've even talked about this recently on a show, I do and sometimes go to the laundromat. While the new Maytag Pet Pro system eliminates the need for those extra steps to save time and to reduce stress. And also money. The Maytag Pet Pro system comes in both white and the new volcanic black finish. Maytag Pet Pro system is available at Lowe's. Learn more at Maytag.com. Mail call. You've got mail. Well, Dr. Fleck, Lindsay from New Jersey writes, my newly adopted rescue dog eats poop. Disgusting. Disgusting. As a result, he stinks and just has foul breath. So why is my dog eating poop? Dr. Fleck, please help me. Coprophagia. That's what poop eating is. Isn't it awful? Disgusting is right. Um, is there a, there a reason for it? Yeah, because the pet loves it. Many times it's thought that it's because of medical issues. 99.9% of the time, it's just a bad behavioral trait. If the pet, though, is passing stool that has different formations, maybe is doing some vomiting, maybe is lethargic, then you should probably get some veterinary attention. But other than, other than that, here's what you should do. You want the dog to stop eating that poop. So you put him on a leash, walk around the yard with him, Pick up the poop afterwards. If you can't do that, make sure you pick up the poop before the dog can get to the poop. Once it can't get to the poop, your problem is solved. Yeah, you can also teach your dog the leave it command. I mean, I think for, like you said, part of it is cleaning up the yard and making sure the pet stays away from the poop. And I know a lot of times in the winter we get really lazy about cleaning up poop, but people also have to realize that poop is really toxic, right, Dr. Fleck? And roundworms, hookworms, they can live in our yards, so. And it's real common. I get a request like that or about wanting to know about poop eating every week. Wow. Well, Lindsay, thanks so much. Keep listening to the Pet Buzz, the best in pet talk radio. Write to us at team at thepetbuzz.com. Uh, our listeners, we always want to help you, so feel free to write in. Now, let's move on with our next guest. Well, when it comes to Easter, few Easter traditions are quite as beloved as that of the Easter Bunny. Come the 10th of March, this adorable, kind-hearted rabbit travels from his rabbit hole to malls around the country and poses for pictures with kids and even pets. And joining us today to discuss pet pics with the Easter Bunny is Chris Landroop, Vice President of Marketing and Communications of Cherry Hill Programs. Chris, welcome back always a pleasure to have you come back yeah you're my favorite person to talk to nowhere else i'd rather be than talking pets <laughs> talking pets on the pet buzz okay so chris i've asked you this question before but i kind of feel like i have to ask it every time you're here so why do pet parents want to take advantage of getting their pets photographed with the easter bunny 
Well, I haven't cried yet, but just like you do every time I get a little teary eyed thinking about uh, my rat terrier who passed in December of 21. Um, and there is nothing more that I cherish than those photos of him with Santa and the Easter bunny. And I'm always so glad that I had not, o- not only do I have the photos, but I have the memories of taking my dog into a mall that he doesn't typically get to go to and meet a fuzzy character, whether that's the bunny or the, the beard with Santa. Um, but it's just a way to cherish those memories long after those precious babies are taken away from us too soon. It's just the way it goes, unfortunately. You know, I'm sitting here thinking it's something that Dr. Flex said. So many times we don't take enough pictures of our pets when they're living and then We have nothing when they're gone or one or two tokens when they're gone. So it's important to take as many pictures. And this is one of those special moments um, that you experienced as a child. Maybe you didn't do the Easter Bunny, but you did Santa. Yeah. And I cherish those pictures every single year because I do the Cherry Hill programs. So, um, just for people out there, because we always know that dogs and cats can pose, but what other pets are being photographed with the Easter Bunny? You'd be surprised all the different pets that come through. Um, there have been large animals, barn animals, small uh, iguana animals. Um, I will say that we are not the sole host of these events. We partner with our retail centers and some of those locations do have animal requirements. So before um, taking your iguana or your cow to your local retail center, uh, check on that venue and make sure the animals that it that it will allow to come in. A lot of these locations don't allow animals at all during traditional shopping hours, except for service animals, of course. And these are special events. So make sure and check. But even if you can't bring in your iguana or your cow or your your goldfish because you don't have a leash that fits or whatever it might be, we do have the virtual photo experience for all those animals we can't get into the retail centers. So let's take a step back. So what am I going to find when I take my pet? Well, in my case, I'm going to the Sarasota UTC mall. What's going to be, is it going to be like the big Santa setup? Like, is he going to be sitting in a, is there going to be a big egg behind the Easter bunny? What's, what, what's, what's it going to look? I mean, I realize they probably all look differently. They do. Yes. So actually our retail centers um, are the art behind the design of the set. um, And we provide the photo operation. So each center looks a little bit different. Um, It depends on what that audience really likes. There could be large Easter eggs in the background. We've seen really large teapots that look like um, almost a playground for kids to play in, just massive teapots. Um, We've seen most all of them have that really lively green turf, but it looks just like grass. Because it's um, spring, really, spring's here. Right, that reminds you of spring. So even if you're in my state of Minnesota and there's snow still on the ground outside, it feels like spring when you walk in. Um, and they all are bright colors, uh, pastel colors. Um, even our bunnies look a little bit different depending on the set. If you want to know exactly what your bunny looks like and what your set looks like, we suggest going to whereisbunny.com and looking at the images in the back or checking in with that local retail center on their um, social media. They'll have images as well. 
Okay. And then are we take are the pictures going to be standing or sitting? What what's uh, what's this? What's the dynamic of the photo shoot? It's totally up to the folks who are being photographed. If you've got a really large dog, a Great Dane, where Bunny might be standing in the same height as that Great Dane sitting, uh, we can capture that. Um, I have a little Chewini, so she likes to be sitting in Bunny's lap while Bunny's sit seating. Uh, sitting. So it just really depends on what kind of animals you're bringing in and what experience you want it to look like with the bunny. That's crazy. Hey, Chris, we need to go to commercial break, but we want to hear more. Can you stick around for another segment? Absolutely. No place I'd rather be than talking pets. <laughs> Does your pet have dry, flaky, and itchy skin? Do you find yourself visiting the veterinarian repeatedly because Fido or Fluffy has skin allergies or ear infections? EpiPet to the rescue. Developed by a veterinarian, EpiPet is a revolutionary, high-performance skin and ear care product line made with the finest natural ingredients. EpiPet, for you and your pet, means better pet health. For more information, epi-pet.com. EpiPet is another proud partner of the Pet Buzz. I'm petrondologist Charlotte Reed. And I'm veterinarian Dr. Michael Fleck here at the Pet Buzz. We are urban, suburban, and, and country. Well, I'm back with Chris Landtroop, Vice President of Marketing and Communications of Cherry Hill Programs. We're continuing our conversation, talking about that unique experience, not like Santa, but it's spring, and now we have to think about being photographed, having our pets photographed with the Easter Bunny. So you started to talk about the virtual experience. So if I can't venture, I mean, COVID's been devastating, but you know, depending on where you are in the country, we've seen some upticks. Like for some reason, Colorado has an uptick. Uh, other places don't. I think Ron DeSantis in Florida wouldn't allow us to have an uptick. Um, but uh, so what? So what's the difference? I mean, obviously going to the mall, but what's the virtual experience going to be like? You know. The virtual experience doesn't replace the on-site experience. There's room to do both, you know, like there's definitely room to do both. Um, The virtual experience is, it's so user-friendly. Kids can use it. Um, You just upload any personal images from any device, your, your cell phone, your tablet, your desktop, and our subtraction technology instantly removes the background of whatever image you added. And then we place that image in different festive backgrounds. So it could be with bunny. Um, it could just be a spring picnic type. Um, it could be in a wagon with bunny pushing it. You know, there's you can have the traditional just bunny on a bench. There's all kinds of different um, backgrounds that you can set your photos in. And so if you have a photo with a, a, a cat or dog that's just sitting and posing, you can put that animal next to bunny in the bench. But if you got a, a, a picture of a, a dog running or sprinting, there's a background that might look better with that too. So it's almost like a fun way of seeing what you can make your dog or cat, wow. or any animal look like they're doing. Um, and there's multiple backgrounds, uh, 20 or 30 and endless uploads. So you can add as many photos as you want and, and unlimited downloads. So you can use all the different animals, get the animals together, have a neighborhood animal party. And then that's great. So if it's like you're, if you're really creative, that might be the way to go. Cause you can kind of enhance 
the picture and then it gives you time to take lots of pictures. Maybe you want to have your own set. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, the mall can be a little crazy. It can be sometimes. And, and especially Bunny, Bunny doesn't talk. <laughs> so sometimes if you've got an animal that's a little more anxious or timid, this could be an easier way to get that same moment. And there are um, personalizations on there. So you can write, you know, happy Easter at the top or with love dojo whatever your animal's name might be and you can change the font so you can personalize it and even use it as a greeting card or you can direct share to social media or download and print at a local print shop um, lots of different things that you can do with the virtual experience and actually this season um, for everyone who books their on-site photo experience they'll get the virtual experience for free wow that's and amazing it is. We're super excited about it. So anyone who books their reservation online at whereisbunny.com, they'll get two free gifts valued at $25. One is a free issue of um, Highlights magazine, if we remember that. I love Highlights. Days. Love it. Yes. Yes. Um, and then the other is uh, free access to Bunny Magic, my photo. Um, and it just happens automatically when you book that um, reservation, you'll get the promo code emailed to you and the directions to get that free magazine from Highlights instantly. Um, but if you're not doing the on-site reservation, um, our virtual photo experience is $20. It can be found at bunnymagic.createphotomagic.com. Awesome. Great. Chris, thank you so much for joining us today. And before you depart, just give us that website one more time so that pet parent listeners can book a session with the Easter Bunny. I guess Chris always refers to him as a bunny. Bunny. <laughs> bunny doesn't talk, but that might work for Wally. I think that'll work out. Yeah, yeah. Bunny. Um, you can book your on-site traditional bunny photo experience at whereisbunny.com. Photo packages start at $39.99. And like I mentioned, when you book that reservation, you get two free gifts. And this season, like we did at Santa season, we're giving a free six by eight photo print to all of our Pet Buzz listeners with the promo code PETBUZZ. So when you go to whereisbunny.com, you can put in pet buzz, P-E-T-B-U-Z-Z, -Z, and get a free print on that photo package. And then if you're looking for the virtual experience, you can find that at bunnymagic.createphotomagic.com. Great. Just to remind you, that was Chris Landtroop, Vice President of Marketing and Communications of Cherry Hill Programs. You know, Cherry Hill has offered me and my four-legged gang of English toy spaniels to have our picture taken with Bunny. I can't wait. I'm not going to tell you exactly what I'm going to do, but I'm just going to let you know. We're going to get all dressed up for spring. What's happening in the pet world? Want to get the latest pet news? And now, Pet Buzz News from around the globe. And 
At first, Nikola Azovkov thought the creature curled up in his dog Squeaker's deluxe heated dog bed was just one of his cats. As he walked by, he asked what he thought was the cat. What are you doing in Squeaker's bed? And then it registered to him. It was not the cat, but a real-life bobcat. That bobcat mauled Zovkov's dog, who is lucky enough to be alive. It took the family one week to find Squeaker's, who was on the property. Once they found him, the family had to raise thousands of dollars for Squeaker's numerous surgeries. Well, since that time, the Arizona local game and fish department has used this particular story as an example of what to do when wildlife wanders into your home. If you find a wild animal in your home, call your local wildlife agency and discuss the situation with an officer or agent. Follow their advice to protect yourself, your children, your pets, and your home. And depending on the size as well as the animal, the agency officers may tell you to open doors and windows to provide wild animals with an easy exit. They may also ask you to keep small children under control, keep them quiet and from running around in a panic or screaming to prevent the wild animal from being agitated. You may also be told to take all pets out of the house quickly and quietly. In many cases, cats do hide under stressful circumstances. So close off access to all other rooms to protect your cat. But let's look at the big picture. It's always a good idea to know the wildlife that surrounds your home so there will be no surprises and that you can take precautions. So for example, consider doggy doors that open and close with RFID technology. Doggy doors with RFID technology open when a microchip that your pet wears on a collar comes in close range with that door and that door will open and close only for that pet. All pets in your house will need to wear their own program microchip collar. This way, you don't have to worry about intruders, two- or four-legged strangers, like the bobcat who entered the Zolkov house through the doggy door. Don't feed pets outside or leave pet food in bowls for fear that wild animals can smell the food and come for a meal. Bears can smell food for up to eight miles. Isn't that incredible? You really need to keep an eye on pets if they're outside because wild animals may think of them as prey. And it's always a good idea to keep pet equipment like litter boxes, carry bags, extra leashes, collars, harnesses, treats, food, bowls, and blankets in your car because you might have to store pets in a car while waiting for wildlife agents. Additionally, keep the name, address, and phone number of an emergency animal hospital on your phone and in your first aid kit, should your pet be injured. Now is the time to get a plan in place, especially if your home is surrounded by wildlife. Just goes to show you that not all shelters are unhappy places for pets. News of the day got you down? No worries. Pet trendologist Charlotte Reed is here with Tell Me Something Good. This is a necessity like air and oxygen. Tell me something good. Adopt. Don't shop is the popular slogan many pet lovers prefer when thinking about getting a new pet. And someone from Texas did just that. They adopted a husky miss doggo named Bailey, who very much preferred being in the shelter in which she lived. But preference is an understatement because Bailey walked 10 miles back to the Animal Rescue League of El Paso just to ring the doorbell in the middle of the night and return. Maybe Bailey just likes shelter life with its devoted staff meeting new dogs weekly and maybe just the activity. No word on what happened to Bailey, but I got to find out. What about you? 
Well, it's that time. It's a wrap. But before we go, we want to give you a preview of next week's show. So next week, we're talking about respecting cats and why PETA bought stock in Anheuser-Busch in Bevy. So, Dr. Fleck, will you thank our guests? Yeah, special thanks to our guest veterinarian, Dr. Tina Wismer and Chris Lantru. And of course, we must always thank our sponsors, the Animal Medical Center of Bradenton and EpiPet, making better skin, coat, and ear care products for healthier pets everywhere. If you have a question, write to us at team at thepetbuzz.com. We'll cover it on next week's show. And if you've missed any portion of this show, visit our social media channels as well as your favorite streaming channel and listen to the linked podcast on Monday morning. You know, and most importantly, remember, we're here each week to help you take better care of your pets. Peace out and pet love. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Pet Buzz. The Pet Buzz is hosted by the dynamic pet duo, pet trendologist Charlotte Reed and Dr. Michael Fleck. www.thepetbuzz.com Learn more about us, the show, and our guests. When your doctor recommended omega fatty acids as a daily supplement, he told you that they promoted better heart, brain, skin, joint, and immune system health. Well, doesn't it make sense for your pet to have the same health benefits? EpiPet Whole Fish Treat, an all-natural smoked fish supplement, is 100% bioavailable, bringing your pets the nutrients they need to keep them healthy and happy. www.epi-pet.com EpiPet is another proud partner of the Pet Buzz.